How's it going everybody? Pat here. With the holidays out of the way, we can get back to doing what we truly love and that's buying things for ourselves and taking forever to put our Christmas trees and decorations away. With that being said though, I want to take a second to thank Toxic Threads for sponsoring this portion of today's episode. Toxic Threads is a punk and emo streetwear brand located in Seattle, Washington. Toxic Threads is run by a dynamic two-person team. Creator, designer, owner, and CEO, Styles, and designer, artist, and media manager, Pine Desart Fricken. They design and produce all their clothes and art by hand in their shop, located in the Pacific Place Mall, including their staple sculpt print items, as well as custom one-of-a-kind pieces. Check them out at www.toxicthreads.com. That's with a Z at the end. So www.toxicthreads.com. And follow them on their Instagram and TikTok at Toxic Threads with a Z again at T O X I C T H R E A D Z underscore. And hey, while you're sitting there on your phone following them on their Instagram, shoot them a message and mention that you heard about them on this podcast for 20% off your order. Thank you so much again to Toxic Threads for sponsoring this portion of today's episode. Now let's get into season three, baby. It's going to be a wild year. Let's do it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go, a podcast about life in the music industry. It's crazy to think this is episode one of season three. This is this is wild. And and with that, I'd like to introduce my new co-host, Matt Reed. It's not Matt Reeves, everybody. I, I know everybody keeps thinking it, but it's Matt Reed. I, I don't know if everybody keeps thinking it, but <laughs> I, I'm, gl- I'm glad we got this control. Yes. Uh, thank you. Welcome. Hello, everyone. I'm Matt I want- Reed with a D. I wanted to, I, I wanted to, I wanted to let everybody know that. And realistically, it's, it's just me. I, I, it's just me that keeps wanting to call him Matt Reed, Matt Reeves, because as we were talking about earlier, I believe it is because I keep thinking of like Christopher Reeve and Matt is my Superman. So, um, with that today, we've got Chicago pop punk band action adventure on the show. We got it, Brompton and Oren. Welcome. What's going on? How you guys doing? <laughs> doing? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. <laughs> doing all right. Heck yeah. So you guys just recently released your brand new album, Imposter Syndrome. Can you tell us a little about how the writing and recording process went for that record? Yeah, the writing process was a little bit different than what we're used to because uh, the record was pretty much written almost entirely over COVID with the exception of a couple of the songs. Um, which were actually written before Pulling Focus was even okay. recorded. Um, but yeah, a lot, of, a lot of this was written remotely. Uh, so it was a lot of us, uh, you know, writing things down and, and doing demos and pre-production and, and kind of sending it back and forth and, uh, you know, trying to recreate what we normally all do in a room, you know, all five of us sitting together. Um, so it was, you know, it was a little bit of a challenge, but um and it sucked. It, was, <laughs> it sucked. But I mean, you know, we got through it. So that's, that's cool. 
you're one of uh, one of a number of amazing bands in helping lead the way representation of inclusivity in the alternative music scene. Um, I know you have even on your Instagram po- um, profile hashtag Pump Puck and Color. Could you kind of talk to us about what that means to you and, you know, explain the importance of that in your words? I think that um, <laughs> growing up in the scene was a little bit different for, you know, us. Uh, you know, we would go to shows and I was lucky enough, like I've been friends with Orin and Adrian since, you know, we were in high school. So, uh, you know, we, we always had each other at shows and stuff, but there, there really weren't very many people uh, attending shows or performing at shows who, you know, we could really relate to, um, you know, from a racial or like ethnic standpoint from a, you know, from that background. Uh, so, it, you know, it was one of those things where like, you know, it's it's not just like, oh, all black people have to listen to rap all the time or whatever. And that, don't get me wrong, I love rap and hip hop and R&B and blues and, you know, all kinds of other things. But like, oh, yeah. you know, I also am like a huge scene kid at heart. Like I love metalcore and like pop punk and and stuff. So, and, you know, we all do. So right. it's, uh, you know, it's just really important. Hopefully, you know, we can help show like future generations, like, to listen to whatever you want you know the scene should be inclusive everyone belongs here well yeah that's a in 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 music it doesn't it's not meant i guess i don't i i think anybody should be able to enjoy music you know whatever kind of music you want to enjoy so it's really great seeing what you guys have been out there doing uh and like meet me at the altar magnolia park and a whole bunch of other really great bands um, oh absolutely oh yeah like just you guys are killing it out there so it's it's really awesome Thanks. um so one of the things i had saw is you guys had the opportunity of playing uh one of if not our music scene's greatest festivals of all time warp tour you know back in 2018 what was that experience like did you guys get to play the whole festival or, or the whole the whole tour or just one update yeah, I mean, Warp Tour, we didn't play the whole tour. Um, we actually got, um, was it, it wasn't a contest. We were, like, selected, right, Prompted? Yeah, I don't remember what it was. I don't even remember what it was. It was, was like, some type, of, some type of draw, uh, and we got picked uh, one of two local bands from Chicago to play the final Warp Tour, which was pretty cool. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was only it was only the the one Chicago date. Okay. Um. Yeah, but it still felt amazing to be able to play alongside like, obviously a lot of our favorite bands, um, and and get to experience the last Warp Tour, right? The last full run of Warp Tour playing it. You know, we we kind of like wrote it off as a thing that we were just never going to be able to do because it was over. And right, I think when was it that we heard like it was it was literally like four or five weeks prior yeah to, yeah to the date like, yeah, so like, like the whole time at, they announced like the year before that it was going to be the last one and then we're like oh man this sucks we're never going to play it right and then weeks beforehand they're like oh yeah just kidding you guys are playing it that's awesome oh man yeah that's so, yeah, so that, was, did, that was nice did you guys get to partake in like um any like the uh the barbecue and stuff at at the end of the night did you guys do any of that stuff no, we didn't. We didn't get any catering or anything. We did get like we could go side stage for whoever we wanted, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, 
but we weren't we weren't able to like they didn't give us catering or anything oh for sure i was just saying at the end of a the night at least what they used to do but at the end of the night they usually had like a big party and like barbecue and stuff and everyone that was there was usually invited to go um those were always a, a good time that's pretty cool yeah it's fun stuff um, hey, Orin, I, didn't you have to leave or you had a wedding to go to i did have a wedding to go to yeah <laughs> you, you oh, left like man like an I hour maybe like, two, like an hour and a half or after we played yeah oh man yeah. <laughs> did you get uh did you go see anyone uh who who'd you see side stage uh I, so i saw i went so actually our set overlapped with every time i die and i was like no no so as soon as we were done i uh one of our buddies was helping us doing merch and i was like yo i i have to go, <laughs> I need to go right now. and i just i like literally like i threw my guitar and like i just like grabbed my pedals and i just like put them behind our merch table and then i was gone and then so like i you know i, I checked that out um i saw sharp tooth who's okay. you know our friends in sharp tooth so that was cool getting to see them play like the main stage of warp tour from oh, yeah. like side stage with them so that was awesome um who else did i see i feel like i saw i saw like necro guy oh i saw knocked loose and that was that was one of like the craziest things because it was just a sea of people like just you know like a huge like hell yeah festival crowd right and it was just like back when uh this is still yeah they were still on laugh tracks at that point it was it was like you know they were really on like the incline and i was like whoa this is crazy that this band is this big now it was nuts so that was cool that's rad i i think one of the uh most insane bands i ever saw side stage at warp tour was the acacia strain it was they were nuts and in that entire warp tour they were just crazy i remember they like they at the the very last show of the tour they they didn't so i I was talking to them afterwards and they were like they didn't think anybody was gonna do it but they had told the crowd to destroy the porta potties (laughs) and and uh they did and so uh vincent was just like turned around i was like shit <laughs> it was uh it was it was a moment uh i was just i was watching and i was like i gotta go i gotta go now <laughs> but those guys put on a good show they're real fun <laughs> um so you guys have stated in, uh that tiktok had a big part in helping your band grow uh we've talked about this a lot on our show um, do you guys feel that TikTok is one of the most useful tours, uh, tools that a band can use in their growth arsenal? I would probably say yes. <clears throat> um, I mean, we've seen it. It's been, it's been proven a few times now, uh, with bands, even in our scene, um, that, uh, TikTok can be, yeah distracting i know sorry um that tiktok can be a really useful tool for uh getting that momentum started mm-hmm. unfortunately it's not sustainable push uh if you 
you know, don't grab it and do something with it because who knows if you're going to go viral again, you know? Right. So yeah, essentially we, we got that like huge amount of views on that on barricade and, uh, and we took it and ran with it and Blake did a really good job of putting together a lot of, uh, social media content that went along with that. Um, you know, we had a, a fairly good plan for rollout, uh, for the pulling focus EP and all those things kind of aligned to help us get, you know, more attention than we would have if we, if we didn't have that viral TikTok. Absolutely. I think I, I, I definitely agree that TikTok is an incredibly useful tool. I think the only thing that I, that I try when I'm talking to bands and stuff is don't put all of your eggs in one basket though. Like definitely use it as a tool, but use it as one of your tools. TikTok is not a surefire way for every, not everybody is going to go viral, you know? So, but it's, it, it, but if it does, it, it, it goes and it's really helpful. I feel like you kind of have to use like an entire arsenal of like all of the social media apps. Like you have Mm -hmm. to be active pretty much like everywhere, everywhere. You, you really do. Because if, if you're not active everywhere, you know, you're going to miss some opportunity somewhere along the line. You kind of have to seize as many opportunities as you can because oversaturation is such a, like a big thing. The ability to, you know, record an EP on a laptop and maybe some drums out and like make it relatively, you know, commercially acceptable is awesome. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, it like really oversaturates the industry. So it's, you know, you really have to make sure that you stand out like, you know, against the masses. And then you also have to make sure that any opportunity you have, you know, within reason that you're able to seize it when it comes to you. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's a lot of people may, may think that it's, I would say like, they don't want to post the same thing on all social media platforms, thinking that like, the same person's going to see it on everything and get annoyed. It's like the realism of that is pretty slim. Most likely you'll catch, you know, five to five to 50 people on one, you know, and it each so many different people use different social medias. Like some people are Facebook people. Some people are Instagram people. Some people are, are Twitter people. You know, if you, if you don't utilize all of them, you you're going to miss a big chunk of people. But with that being said, that also is very time consuming <laughs> and very difficult to accomplish unless you're working as a team. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Social media is definitely one of the challenges we have as a band, but um, I was going to mention you, you said posting the same thing on multiple social media outlets. Uh, which makes perfect sense. It just made me think about the fact that TikTok is kind of built to do that just all on one <laughs> social media. Right. Uh, uh, because people constantly, you know, their their video doesn't go the way that they wanted it to. Or they didn't post it at the right time, wrong hashtags, yep. maybe a little bit too long. So mm-hmm. they make like one little tiny shift to it and they post it again. And then, right. you know, the last 10 videos in their <laughs> inventory is... Uh, it's the same video. It's all the same. It's like, it's all like, especially for bands, it's all singing the same line of a song 
um, just in a different place, exactly, <laughs> a different part of your house. <laughs> exactly, and one of them might might take off. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, exactly, but if you don't if you don't keep pushing at it, some t- you know, it, TikTok is such a weird beast. You know, <clears throat> it's it's one of those that to where it almost doesn't matter if you make the same video over and over because most people don't just go don't look at like their following page they just watch their for you page exactly. so if, you, if it doesn't pop up onto your for you page they're not going to see it so it, yep. it that that is the that i think is the weirdest thing about tiktok <laughs> like you could be following thousands of people but you'll you'll never go look right <laughs> matt you want to take this next question yeah so while we were researching to find uh, about your band and your history, we came across that you actually started in high school as a Senses Fail cover band. Could you tell us kind of what it's like to be on a label now with Senses Fail? Uh, yeah, it's pretty wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty, pretty wild. We haven't had any interaction with them. Uh, yeah. So... You know, Pure Noise is a relatively large independent label. And, right. You know, we're still a baby band and, you know, they probably don't know who the fuck we are. And it doesn't matter. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's cool. It's 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 pretty cool to uh, to be like, wow, dude, we started out playing your songs. And now <laughs> we're getting recognized for playing our songs because we learned how to play music together playing your songs. And that's that's pretty crazy. Hell yeah. What would you guys call yourselves? Our, their old band was called Covilla. C O V I L L A. It's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> it's not that bad. I wouldn't say it's that bad. Aww. I mean, I've heard I've heard worse band names. I've had worse band names. For Matt, sure. Matt has had worse band <laughs> I names. Have, I so have. have I. You know, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, so have I. For sure. I uh I once uh, named like a little solo project of mine Scuttle from The Little Mermaid. So, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was great at the time, if it, but if it was like a hardcore band, that would have been sick. <laughs> it was not. It was not. It was like um, I don't know how to play my instrument, uh, but I have an acoustic guitar. Got it. So um, that is that's what that project was. Um, yeah, and I I think I, I think I still have it on a burnt cd somewhere <laughs> i'm gonna have to, to bring pull that it. back yeah i'm i'll show it to you matt sometime i'll okay. send it to you good, it's good. pretty pretty rough uh but you guys you've been playing together since about 2014 released about five albums slash eps before the success of pulling focus what would you say is your favorite song from those early days Oh wow! It's a, it's a, it's Got to reach question. back. I mean, we, these are like songs that we haven't played in like literally years. Yeah, um, that's okay. So yeah, no, for sure. Uh, okay. What what counts as early days? Like pre-signing? <laughs> like yeah, like you mean like from the first like three EPs or like yeah, I mean like your splits, any any of that stuff. Oh, shit, I forgot about the split. <laughs> we did our See, research. It's, it's funny because we like we kind of still occasionally play out of nowhere. So, like, so like, uh, yeah, I don't know why I forgot about it. Uh, um, 
Wow. I mean, you got, you know, the Rumble Pack. Uh, trying to remember. You know what? what? I, think it's, I think it's I Got a Monster in My Pocket for me. Because that whole song is written from the perspective of Ash Ketchum. Okay. All right. That's and awesome. It's like, just, it's not, I mean, it's not necessarily the best song that we've ever written. But it was a fun, just kind of like, experiment that we did. I see, like, a lot of the... A lot of the songs when I was looking, like I like when um bands do fun like um the old school like fallout boy like song titles. Um trying to remember uh like after ten thousand years I'm free, like off of the, the off of the rumble pack, I was just like I was like, Yeah. That I that makes me want to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> but now I have to like actually listen to I've got a monster in my pocket a little more closely because that's such an awesome <laughs> uh concept for a song. Love it was it. weird. It was weird for sure. <laughs> so it was just kind of like I forgot like I I don't know why, but it was like uh it was like 2013 probably and then I don't know what Pokemon game we were we were all like playing, but we were just like what what would it be like if a Pokemon trade if Ash you know like what would he write like a pop punk song about and we just kind of did it i it just it makes me think of like i TikTok. i was watching uh, i was scrolling endlessly one day and um these two people like started doing um like pokemon in real life like they were just at i think at walmart or something and they're like yelling at each other fighting they're like that's it Woo! and they threw a ball and like a pokeball and it pops open and uh like another person like pops out like of a corner as a pokemon and they <laughs> and the other person does it too and then they like have their pokemon like fighting each other i just thought that was hilarious because <laughs> all these people are just around just like just terrified and shocked that this is happening i love i love oh, when people man. do those things <laughs> so we want to go back a little further than even your eps now about when you guys first formed we we read somewhere that you found your lead singer by placing an ad on the on craigslist titled 20 mm-hmm. somethings looking for a singer yep <laughs> that obviously worked, but did you guys get any other memorable responses from people? That you're um, like... Yeah, there were some bad, bad ones. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there were some. There were some bad ones. Uh, I don't know if I want to go into them, but <laughs> there were definitely there were definitely some interesting auditions. Sure. sure. Did you did you get any people responding? not looking like just being weird and responding no no people responded like appropriately everyone responded appropriately and there were just some people who the vibe was just like not on at all it was like super weird um and you know what that's that's really adrian's fault like who just (laughs) that was pretty much the entirety of the ad yeah i mean you kind of get what you ask for you know like we really we absolutely lucked out with blake like we didn't really i don't know how that worked out it had to have been like kismet or something like it just 
it, it was fate. <laughs> it was absolutely fate. I just wish I could have been on the wall when, when he when when he came to you guys and was like, "No worries, I got this singer on lock. Don't worry, I got this. I posted on Craigslist." <laughs> yeah, that's actually what happened. He <laughs> was like giving us like, like what? He was giving me. us like a lot of like detailed feedback about what Blake sent him. We got one more question before we uh, go to break and to our next segment. If you could give our listeners a piece of advice that you know now that you wish you had known when you were first starting out, what would that be? Sit down with all of your bandmates and specifically write a song that's less than one minute long that showcases <laughs> everything about your project. Dude, that's smart. Like I, when I, I like that. The fact that you guys did that was genius. Like I think that's so smart. It was it was um so Blake came to us with the with the like the concept. He's like, yo, let's write an elevator pitch. And we're like, Yes. That is that is very smart. And I mean like we're like we're a very democratic band. So when I tell you that it took us an unnecessary amount of time <laughs> to write the song that became Barricades, given how how few lyrics there are, how not technically difficult the song is in any way. Um, yeah, we really we really like obsess over the minutia when we end up sitting in a room and rap. Longer oh. than I'd like to admit, but um, I love the song. It it means a lot to us. It's just one because like it really helped you know springboard our career but also mm-hmm. like the actual like concept of the song like it wasn't just an attention grab it was really like you know how can we be as efficient as possible to bring you know as many eyes and ears to something that is very important to us mm-hmm. as individuals um and honestly i mean we're just i can speak for all of us at this point we're just like so glad that it worked yeah because uh you know if it didn't work we wouldn't be having this conversation right now probably we might not be where we are and you know we're pretty self-aware of that and we're like forever grateful that we were able to play into people's short attention spans and and like i said i mean that's it's genius especially like right now where people's attention spans i would very much say are at an all-time low (laughs) uh you know it's constant content just slapping you in the face just all day long and if you can't catch their attention quickly you're gonna lose them and so the elevator pitch as you called it is fucking genius like kudos I would also I would also probably say like whatever you're gonna do, like do what it is that you actually want to do. So like typically when we write songs, it's a whole bunch of different parts that we're like, Oh, I wanna listen to this mm-hmm. or I want to play this and this is cool and you know, we we like these things. It's very like we never are just like, Okay, how can we just, you know, what's gonna be something that everybody likes like obviously that's in the back of our mind but like right. at the end of the day you know it's we're writing songs that we like and enjoy and believe in and you know if you like something chances are there's somebody else out there 
or there's probably a shitload of people out there who also like that same thing, even if it's, you know, pretty niche, um, it, you know, write things that you want to write and that you want to play. There were a lot of times where, you know, we, we were just doing weird stuff and it was just kind of like, why, why, why did we do that? Like I'm listening <laughs> to like some old, old, old demos. Sure. I'm just like, what the hell? Why, why did we do that? Like, I don't, this is not something that we would do, you know? Um, so I don't know, write and play music for yourself. It's not for other people. And it's awesome when other people can relate to it and when it does something positive for other people. But, you know, at the end of the day, every musician for the most part that's writing music to a certain degree is doing it, you know, as a, as a form of release, mm-hmm. it's kind of cathartic. So like do it for yourself first and stay Absol- true to that. Absolutely. Warren, you got anything? <laughs> I think that was a, that was a pretty good sum up of any advice that I would give. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's true though. Cause if the thing is, is if you're not, it's hard to get somebody to relate to you if you aren't being yourself. If you're trying to be someone else, somebody's not going to be able to relate to it as much because it's not sincere. That's, I mean, my thoughts anyway. (laughs) And with that, we're going to go to a quick break and we'll be back. We'll be right back with our next segment. Do you love music videos and miss when MTV, VH1, and Fuse all actually played music videos? Then join me, Giddy, as I host a super awesome music video show on Twitch every Thursday at 7pm Central Standard Time on the Unsigned Pop Punk Twitch channel. We play the best videos from up-and-coming pop punk emo alternative music in the scene, so join us every Thursday and find your new favorite band. Thanks so much, you guys, for hanging out with us and giving us your insight. Uh, now we're gonna we we have a new segment we're going to do. We we're we're gonna be done with. We used to do obscure questions. I mean, these are obscure as well. But we always focused super hard on food for some reason, and most of the time it's because it is roughly around dinner time, and I'm big hungers. Uh, so we we switched this up to a new segment called the food for thought segment. Um, And we'll start this off. Matt, do you want to, you start off with the first question. All right. So since you're from Chicago, you know, you're famous for two foods, big foods, which I'm sure you've been asked many times, you know, your Chicago deep dish and your Chicago hot dogs. What are your thoughts on them? Are are they overrated? What, what, What do we think about those? Where are you sitting so I'll start off with the Chicago hot dog. Uh, I think it's great. I think the uh, elitism over the uh, adding ketchup is like the cardinal stop sin. Stop talking right now, or you better stop talking. Right <laughs> Probably <laughs> stop talking right now. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> it's it's okay. I love the Chicago hot dog though. The way it ketchup is. doesn't belong on a fucking hot dog. I'm sorry, you can't put. Ketchup I don't put on it. I don't put it on my hot dogs. But I'm not I know you don't crucify somebody for doing so it. yes so yes th- absolutely nail them to the fucking wall <laughs> so th- this is my so this is my question so like 
ketchup doesn't go on any hot dogs, like period, or just like Chicago style dogs? I can accept <laughs> someone else living their life and putting it on some <laughs> disgusting other type of hot dog. Okay. But I would never. <laughs> okay. Would never. All right. I, I mean, that's Minnesota. not to say that I don't like ketchup. Like, I like ketchup. Although I would probably say that anytime I would eat ketchup, 99% of the time I would sub the ketchup for barbecue sauce. Last prompt. <laughs> yeah, he, prompt. he popped in there for a second. Like, gone. <laughs> <laughs> He's back. That was bad. <laughs> Everything froze, and I was like, oh my God. I know. <laughs> He's gone. It was, But it was just perfect because it stopped on, I would sub it for barbecue sauce. It was just yeah. a statement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Usually, like, you're dead. Set. That was it. That's you don't it. need me anymore. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely barbecue sauce over ketchup. But, okay. Um, Agreed. We don't really n- eat that much deep dish pizza in Chicago. That's like yeah. a tourist thing. Like our our regular pizza is hand cost hand tossed, and it's called tavern cut, and it's, yeah. it's cut into squares. Um, that's what we normally eat. Sure. It's, it's not that much thicker than like a New York piece of pizza. Right. Um, so the Chicago deep dish is a little, a lot more like the touristy sort of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, we actually just had um, Tim from Alistair on the show and we're, we had the same discussion. He was definitely going over uh, the, the ketchup rule. You don't, you don't fuck with ketchup. <laughs> there are literally places that will not serve you. <laughs> And then there's one place that the McDonald's next to it charges for ketchup packets because people would walk across the parking lot to the McDonald's because they're disgusting and get ketchup packets. That's really funny. Yeah. I mean, I mean, good on McDonald's, you know, Mm -hmm. stick it to them. Get that ketchup out of here. That, That tourist tax. Yeah, I hear you, tourist. (laughs) Yeah, it's a big tourist ketchup tax. (laughs) So, as we were talking about, after discussing it so many times in our obscure question segment, there's no way we could just gloss over this with our our first food for thought segment. Taco Bell is the number one thing that we have almost discussed in, in, I would say, at least 50 percent if not more of the episodes of where did all my friends go so taco bell what is your go-to order fuck (laughs) so so mine it's relatively small pretty tame um a chipotle ranch chicken burrito and a spicy potato soft taco baja blast Mm. it's like a like a four dollar meal you're set oh yeah Mm -hmm. nice like the um I like like the cheesy beefy burrito with like the tortilla strips in it. It's also like two dollars. It's so solid. Um, I'm also just a sucker for like just a regular hard shell taco. Oh yeah, it's good stuff. Um, you know, although I do find that like on their like looking at the menu, like they're just too fucking expensive for what they are at this point. Yeah, compared to like a lot of the, they're like one. 60 something and it's like i can get that burrito which is way bigger and 
better for like two dollars. So for forty cents more, I can get this whole ass burrito, or I can get this bullshit ass taco. Like, no, I'm not getting this taco. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna get the burrito. It's true. I, I, I do have to say, like their their Doritos Locos taco is is a game changer. Like it's, it's so. I good. miss the Cool Ranch one, man. I, I can't support that. That that's like putting ketchup on a hot dog to me. <laughs> oh, okay. That's those are fighting words. Oh. I'm gonna remember that. Okay. No, uh, I just unsigned pop punk guys, <laughs> assholes. Those guys are assholes. Those assholes uh, from Minnesota. No, I, for, I just, I just don't like Cool Ranch. My my son, that's like his fucking favorite, and uh, I just, I've never liked Cool Ranch. I don't know. I love ranch. It's not that cool ranch. Sorry. It's okay. Sorry, man. To each his own. It's okay. If you want to put trash in your body, that's fine. (laughs) I mean, we're talking about putting Taco Bell in all of our bodies right now. (laughs) They're going to, like, announce a tour, and then there are going to be no Minnesota dates, and it's just going to say, thanks, Pat. No. No. Thanks to Pat and his his cool ranch (laughs) trash talk. We're not coming to Minnesota. Ever. (laughs) Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm the worst. <laughs> um, I also love nacho fries. Their nacho fries dude, are really good. Aren't those good? Those They're very good fries. Those are way better than they should be. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of illegal. Like there's got to be something. And they going keep on they keep there. fucking taking them away and then putting them back and then taking them away and then bringing them back. At least we know we have the Mexican pizza back for good now. Thank you, oh, Doja yeah. Cat. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but Matt, yeah. Matt was waiting in line oh day God. one for that Mexican pizza. That's, that was that's my, my heart. He, said, my he heart. sent me a picture. He was like, <laughs> I got it. I got it. I, I got it. I got it early because I was on the app. Man. That pre-order. Dude, you got that pre-order? <laughs> <laughs> that's so great. I love that. Um, I had. So, oh, I was going to say. Um, I remember at one of our episodes we had um we used to have a I used to have another co-host his name was Bear. He once was telling us um that he had like a $40 Taco Bell order and and it's not like one of those oh you just bought super expensive stuff. No, he just bought a shit ton of food. <laughs> and he told I me mean, that like nuts for the band like when we all get Taco all. Bell, it's typically <laughs> under forty dollars. <laughs> right. And there's, and there's sometimes that includes our photographer. So, yeah. So like, that's pretty impressive. That's, like up here, like up here in Duluth, I'm getting like that bell box, that five six dollar bell box yep. or whatever it is, and I love I'm that. and I'm gonna be so unhappy by the time it's done because it's so much food. I can't even comprehend eating $40 worth of Taco Bell. <laughs> That's literally eight of those boxes. <laughs> dude, dude's, a, dude's a wild man. I'll tell you, that, dude was a, that dude's a wild man. <laughs> uh, we got one more food for thought question. What is your must stop or favorite food stop while on the road? Uh, I mean, cookout's a big one. It's gotta be cookout. It's gotta be cookout. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotta be cookout. I, I've never been to a cookout. I just rec- just recently, for the first time, even heard about cookout. So you we gotta didn't... like go. Like I'm, I'm telling you, like 
just go. The closest one to you, which I know is also the closest one to us, <laughs> is in Kentucky. And yeah. the reason that I know this is because I have literally driven six and a half hours just to go there. See, I've I've done that for In and Out, the like six hour drive for In and Out. But um, if I'm if I'm anywhere near Kentucky. I will stop at this. Co- have you been to a cookout before, Matt? I have not. I've not. Have you ever heard no, of it? I've heard of cookout. I watch a lot of food YouTube, though. So I do, too. <laughs> the thing about cookout is that, like, we're talking about, oh, Taco Bell is so cheap. It's great. Whatever. Yeah. Taco Bell doesn't have shit on cookout. <laughs> <laughs> so, so much food for so what little is, money. So for our, for our listeners that don't know, what is a cookout? Like, what? do they serve what kind of food sort of bunch of color folk get together in the backyard and then you know <laughs> y'all hang out and you, you cook some food and that's that's what a cookout is well the right. restaurant i'm at the restaurant <laughs> <laughs> i'm like I, i'm like i think i i think i've heard of a cookout <laughs> but thank uh, you <laughs> the restaurant it's literally like just food that you would get at a cookout it's like okay. burgers well i mean they do have like corn dogs and like little quesadillas Yo, they got this thing it's literally it's a bacon wrap it's like a flour tortilla with like five strips of bacon and some lettuce and some ranch dressing in it <laughs> hell okay all right oh, and all cheese right. and cheese I can fuck and it's with like, that. you know what this is gross but it's so fucking good you know there's so many different things that I could that could like there's one thing that comes to mind with like it's so gross it's good and Matt was here one the last time I talked about it but um the tacos from uh Jack in the Box Jack in the Box hey. like, they're so yes. good <laughs> yeah. yes they shouldn't be good but they're so good <laughs> if you ever get the uh if you ever get the urge for it and a Burger King by you still has tacos it's pretty much the same thing yes right oh my Man, god i forgot about the burger king tacos. i loved those burger king tacos like those yeah. that was my that was my jam i like they were like 50 cents yep you get two for a dollar it's like a slice of american cheese in yeah. this weird almost stale tortilla yep it's just something it. is so disgustingly yep. charming about it it they're like they're what i always like tried to explain to people is they're like big mini tacos Yes. Like, yes. Oh they my just God, taste... that's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're just big mini tacos with like with like hot lettuce in it. <laughs> and grease dripping through the tortilla. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. <laughs> well, oh, now... real fast yeah. about cookout, they have like 40 milkshake flavors. Damn. That's and, crazy. And I was going to say the other attraction to cookout is that they they have a bunch of side items, like a ton of their menu is side items and you get like a tray and you can pick multiple side items based on which tray you get. So you get to try like a little bit of everything from their menu whenever you order. That's, that's kind of the the main appeal. I think aside from it being dirt cheap. Yeah. They also make the food to order. Yeah. Every time. Well, hell yeah. Yeah. I I love me some fresh food, man. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so it's like it's it's good it's always good. stale stale food's okay but fresh food i mean i get up. i get i can get down with some stale food i guess you know 
You can nuke it up for me. That's cool. But fresh food, damn. <laughs> you tell me I could get some fresh food in America? <laughs> Only a cookout. Only a cookout. <laughs> can we get cookout to sponsor this segment now? Oh my gosh. 100%. So just you should email try me. and get cookout to sponsor this episode and send us all a bunch of cookout merch. Dude, that'd be great. I'll, that would be I'll, so e- great. I'll email them. They won't email me back, but I'll try. I'll hey, try. Cookout is still, they're still like independently owned. They're like family owned and they're like not, um, yeah, they're like small, kind of like in and out. And uh, they might, they might get back to you. You never well, know. I'll try. I've, I've had some like, now, don't get me wrong, they almost always say no, but I've had a few different places like actually respond to me. So, like, I'll take that. That's a win to me. If you're going to, if you at least respond to me, I feel pretty good about that. We're going to email the Kentucky one. They're going to say, oh, Brompton from, from Chicago. Oh, yeah. Come <laughs> oh. <to your> oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that guy drove six hours to come here. <laughs> That's a damn good cookout experience, too, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Matt, af- right after this, when this is done, get on that email. Uh, <laughs> we're going to move on to our last segment. This is rapid fire questions. Friendships will be tested. Rapid fire questions. Both feel free to answer. Um, you're ba- you're basically just gonna speak from the heart. You're gonna shoot from the hip. First thing that pops in your head, that's your answer. Just go for it. You ready? Yeah. All right. Ready. Mountain Dew or Mellow Yellow. Baja Blast. <laughs> Whoa, shit. Someone <laughs> said Mellow Yellow? <laughs> I said Mellow Yellow. Oh, man. Nostalgic for me, all right? <laughs> Who the fuck are you? <laughs> My grandparents used to keep it in the fridge. What do you want from me? He's allowing ketchup on hot dogs, and now he's talking about Mellow Yellow. <laughs> oh, God, I got to move out of Illinois. Oh, my gosh. This is, this is the part where I've been told it just breaks up families. Uh, <laughs> horror or comedy movies? Both. Comedy. Okay, that both is a good answer. Uh, this this isn't an either or, but this is just to see where you're at, I guess, in age. Do you still lace, listen to radio stations? No. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, I do though. You can, I you the can reason know. that I the reason that I don't isn't because of like a it's not, it's not like an age thing. I just fucking hate the radio. Yeah. I hate commercials. I have the ability to not have to deal with it, so I don't. And then like you know, I want to listen to whatever I'm listening to on Spotify. That's not to say my Spotify is always on shuffle. Okay, interesting. So I- it's. It's it's like a random assortment of things. Yeah, but it's a, it's a random assortment of things that I exclusively like. I support that. I, I, I uh, so my th- the only time I listen to the radio now is if I'm up early enough and I have to like drive my kids to school or something, and um, the free beer and hot wings show is on. I think that is just really funny for some reason. It's just like a talk. It's like a talk radio type show and they're they're just funny i think but like that's really about it what what station does that belong to i've never heard of that 
He's from I northern don't. Minnesota. He just probably some some dude. In I some don't think farmhouse. it's from. It's not. It's not from <laughs> northern Minnesota. Like I used to think, Bob and Tom, the Bob and Tom show, was from up here because I just assumed like if you're on the radio up here, that that is where you're from. But that's I guess not how it works. So <laughs> I I'm not sure where uh free beer and hot wings is is from and I honestly I'm I'm so bad with like what radio station is what I couldn't even tell you like what the station is. I just know it's the only station I leave it on in my car. Yeah. <laughs> <That's fair. laughs> if I, I press the radio button and whatever is on <laughs> is that one. Um Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon? Oh, man. Fuck, man. That's kind of hard. <laughs> oh, dude. I might, I might say I mean, Cartoon Network just because of Adult Swim. Yeah. It holds a lot of, you know, it, it shaped my sense of humor, our whole, like, generation's sense of humor. Yeah. So I'll, I'll probably go with that. But then I, you know, I also go back, like, I'm going to say, I'm probably going to say Nickelodeon because Nicktoons, yeah. um, like, there was a lot of not child safe jokes in Rocket Power and Angry Beavers and oh, Real Monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, a lot of those same jokes that I understood more <laughs> in the Adult Swim shows were also in the Nicktoons shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, like, I mean, you had those, like, insane, like, Ren and Stimpy, you know, all of those shows that were they were they were made for adults for kids for their they were made for the adults to have their kids watch so they could sit with them to watch it. Right. Right. Yeah. And Ren uh, and Stimpy should have should have been on Adult Swim. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh absolutely. Yeah. Nowadays it would have been, but like yeah, exactly. The the nineties and the early two thousands. Yeah, shit was wild, man. It was a wild west for cartoons. It was great. I oh, loved yeah. it. <laughs> look how well I turned out, you know? Uh, thin crust or regular crust pizza? I guess I'm more partial crust. to regu- to regular crust. <clears throat> I think thin crust because it's the closest to like our tavern cut. Yeah. Yeah. That I love. But I mean, I don't like, I love pizza in New York. Like, I love just some regular. You know, New York hand tossed pizza like that's that shit slaps. So I was I always forget what that place is called across from Knitting Factory until we see it. Is it Rosa's? Rosa's, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Man, that place is so fucking good. I know it's so good, so good. I I'm just uh, I would say like I'm kind of the same way like when it comes to pizza like a good like brick oven type you know tavern style crust. but realistically, man, I'll just take a pizza. Like, yep, you're I just like pizza. In my face. You know what? I love. I, I like Little Caesars. Let me get a hot and ready, man. Oh, it's fucking hundred. Oh, Let's go. Let's go. I'm cool with it. I love their like. I love their uh their their bread too. Like the crazy bread. It's like yeah. there's no no one else makes bread like that. I don't even know how you make that bread because it's... I feel like it's just severely undercooked and overseasoned. <laughs> but it's so good. <laughs> undercooked and super over seasoned you know yes and i love it (laughs) absolutely matt pizza thoughts i'm kind of like i I hate to like sound like a broken record but i'm pretty much the same way i mean i love me my new york pizza though it's a new york style like a big new york style is good stuff big big piece of pizza that can fold in half that's where it's at for me 
Absolutely. Okay, we got two rapid fire questions left. And all, all of these are brand new because you guys are episode one, season three. So all this is new. So you're going to be the first ones ans- ask, answering these. This one's also a tough one, all right? <laughs> Lindsay Lohan or Tara Reed? Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Wasn't hard for you, for Brompton. <laughs> it's not hard. I think, yeah, Lindsay Lohan. Absolutely. Mean girls yeah, all day. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's exactly it. All day. And Freaky Friday. I, I was just oh. watching Freaky Friday before this. Ran- random, <laughs> random side things here. Did you? Did does any of you seen that they've that they are discussing a Freaky Friday too with yeah. Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis. and Jamie pretty, Lee? I hope it happens. Me too. I hope it happens. One hundred percent. I also, um, I, I don't, I don't even care who knows. But on Netflix, Lindsay Lohan just put out a new Christmas movie, and it looks great. She looks adorable. She looks back to her old self, and I am excited to watch it. <laughs> well, now, I mean, now I got to check it out. I'll, I'll check yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was my like my wife showed it to me, and I was like, "Is that Lindsay Lohan? Like the the, the real Lindsay Lohan, not this like fabrication of the last like ten years? Is this Lindsay Lohan?" And she's like, "Yeah." I'm like. This looks fucking awesome. I gotta nice. watch this. <laughs> nice. It's good. So check that out. I think I'm pretty sure it's Netflix. Uh last one. Newfound glory or all time low? Well, we can't it, nobody can say all time low. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even thinking that. I was thinking just a newfound glory. Like, yeah, I mean it, it is not even the, the answer is newfound glory regardless, but like yeah. Is this a trap? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were we brought here for some other reason? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> but I, I needed to test you because Newfound Glory is the correct answer. Uh, yeah, I feel like if we said, if we didn't say them, they wouldn't let us play shows with them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't thinking that of that at all. I, I was just thinking that Newfound Glory is the obvious right answer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it absolutely absolutely is. oh wait we do have one more question matt i missed it it went on to page two uh hardest one this we'll see if it's the hardest one okay this one's not uh multiple choice this one's testing your uh your jingles skills can either of you sing to us the o'reilly auto parts jingle oh 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 o'reilly's Auto parts. Auto parts. <laughs> yeah. Wow! There you go. You got la- <laughs> last season. We did bagel bites, and that was um, very hit or miss, and mostly misses. But I would not have gotten that one. Did we get any hits? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. We 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 had some people, but it, most more often than not, it was one of those that I had to sing to people, and then they went, "Oh, I remember mm. that." So, but like- that's okay. Was it pizza in the morning, pizza in the evening, there, pizza in the summertime? When pizza's on a bagel, you can have pizza anytime. Damn! Oh my right. god! Look at you! Look at him go, dude! I'm so I'm so pumped. You get you get double jelly beans. Well, the next one's not free, so. <laughs> well, that's good because that's it. You did it. You finished the podcast. <laughs> now's your now's your guys' chance to let everybody know what you got going on, where they could find you. What's next? Blake normally does these. 
<laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Take it away, bro. Find us on MySpace, Live Journal. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> How uh, great would it be if you still had those just going strong, though? Oh, we've talked about it. Just like any of them that are still operational sites, we should just make profiles just because. Tumblr? Let's get on Tum- that. Oh, yeah. Tumblr's back now. Tumblr's still around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I mean, you know, we're on all the uh, the regular socials, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Um, I think those are all the important ones. You can find our music literally on any streaming website, YouTube. Um, make sure you listen to Imposter Syndrome. Wow, I almost said pulling focus. I'm so well, used, to doing, that press. Too, I'm so that used to doing press for pulling focus. I almost said. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, we, I, I am really excited that Imposter Syndrome is finally out. So, you know, everybody, yeah. please, uh, if you have 30 minutes, just in order and all the way through. Yes, listen, listen to the whole thing. You're, cut, you're cutting out, so I was just connecting the dots there. Listen, start to finish. It's a, it's a banger all the way through. We need your streams so that yeah. Pure Noise doesn't hate us. Please. <laughs> well it it looks like the response has been really good so far you know when i was even just looking listen you got my streams today i listened to probably your whole catalog today so (laughs) gave you those those one dollar maybe yeah you probably (laughs) made at least a buck off of us yeah hell yeah get that money get that money uh (laughs) (laughs) that cookout's coming (laughs) there you go all right. Well, <laughs> thanks again for uh, hanging out with us, guys. Uh, it's been a been a ton of fun. Matt, thanks for joining me on uh, the start of our season three journey. This has been another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go? A podcast about life in the music industry, and we'll uh, see y'all next Monday. Thank you so much for checking out the show. Please hit that like, subscribe, or follow button so you never miss an episode. And thank you so much to those of you who already are. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or anywhere else you stream your podcasts. If you're in the position to help us grow and like behind-the-scenes access and exclusive shows, head on over to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash unsigned pop punk let us know in the comments who you'd like to see on the show and what other content you'd like to see thank you all so much